Baba Yaga Anna lived with her father and stepmother in a pretty little cottage in the middle of the woods. She was a very kind little girl. She was kind to everyone and everything. She was kind to her father and her school friends. She was kind to her toys. She was even kind to the little field mouse who lived under her doorstep. Every day she would leave the mouse some milk and a few cake crumbs from her afternoon tea. She was so kind. It was a shock to find that some people like her stepmother could be unkind. Anna's stepmother was beautiful, but she was also cruel. She would make impossible demands and then punish Anna when she didn't meet them. One day, when Anna's father was out hunting, her stepmother asked her to pick up a needle and thread from Baba Yaga in the woods. When Anna heard Baba Yaga's name, she shuddered, knocking over her glass of milk. Baba Yaga? Uh, isn't she the witch with iron teeth? She stuttered. How dare you talk back to me? shouted her stepmother. Clean up this mess right now and then be off with you. Anna got down to clean up. Under the table, she saw her friendly field mouse had come to lap up the milk. She started to cry. I am sorry to cry, little mouse. She sobbed. I am very frightened of Baba Yaga. I have heard that she eats children. Don't worry, little girl, squeaked the mouse. I can tell you a secret that will keep you safe. You have a kind heart. Take that with you and be sure to pick up everything that you find on your journey. If you do that, I promise you'll come to no harm. Anna was very grateful. After that, she had let the mouse drink all the milk. She set off. Not long into her journey, Anna came across a pink ribbon lying on the ground. Remembering the mouse word, she bent down and picked it up. Further along, she picked up a small blue oil can. Then, as the woods grew thicker, she found some scraps of ham. She added them to her bundle. As she crept deeper into the forest, it grew dark and the wind started to howl. Anna knew this meant that Baba Yaga was nearby. She backed against a tree and waited. Soon, she caught sight of a long black shadow. Anna gasped. It was Baba Yaga flying through the trees in a heavy black cauldron. Her arms were thin and bony, but her eyes were bright like red hot coals. She must have been very strong. In one hand, she held a wooden spoon that was longer than Anna was tall. In the other, she swished a heavy broom to wipe away her tracks. Anna watched as the witch disappeared behind a high gate. To go through it herself, Anna had to squeeze past the prickly branches of a sad-looking holly tree. Even though it scratched her badly, Anna felt sorry for anything that lived so close to Baba Yaga. She decorated the tree with her pink ribbon. Perhaps this will cheer you up, she said 
as she tied a bow around one of its branches. How lucky I picked up this ribbon! Anna moved on, pushing her way through the gate. As it opened, the rusty hinges made a terrible screeching sound. Oh dear, you poor old gate! Anna sighed. How lucky I picked this up too! She added as she took out her blue can to pour all over the squeaky hinges. As soon as she entered the yard, Anna noticed Baba Yaga's small wooden hut. But this was no normal hut. It didn't stand still like huts were supposed to. It was moving around the yard, hopping from one foot to the other. Anna rubbed her eyes in disbelief. As she looked closer, she saw the hut stood on long, spindly chicken legs. In a flash, the chicken-legged hut spun around so it was facing her. An ear-splitting cry rang through the air, calling Baba Yaga's name like a rooster. Anna looked around before realizing that the hut itself was making the sound. Baba Yaga came to the window, gnashing her iron teeth. Fie, fie! What brings the smell of children to my yard? She crackled. If you please, Anna replied. My stepmother sent me to ask you for a needle and thread. Very well, crowed the witch. But you will have to do a few things for me in return. If you succeed, I'll see what I can do. If you fail, I'll eat you for lunch. First, take this jug and fill my bathtub with water from the stream. It's about time for my yearly wash. And I gulped when she saw there was a hole in the jug. No matter how quickly she ran, all the water would leak out before she reached the bathtub. On her way to the stream, Anna spotted a very thin cat crawling around the yard. Poor thing, you look hungry, she said as she stopped to feed him the ham from her bundle. How lucky I picked this up. Can I make a suggestion? Purred the cat after he had finished eating. Oh yes, please, said Anna. I don't know how I shall fill the bathtub with this jug. Why don't you block the hole with some clay from the ground? He mewed. What a clever cat! Anna said, stroking his head before setting to work. When Baba Yaga saw the full bathtub, she raised a wispy eyebrow. I'm impressed, little girl. But I see you used the clay from my yard. That reminds me. Last week, I spilled a bag of sugar out there. I'd like you to pick up every single grain while I relax in this bath. Anna knew it was a hopeless task, just like the ones her stepmother would sit. Baba Yaga was surely going to eat her. Just then, she felt the cat nudging her leg. You will never pick up every grain, but I can help you escape. Oh yes, please dear cat, but how? Baba Yaga is much too fast for me. Perhaps, said the cat, but I have few tricks up my sleeve. He produced a mirror and a comb. 
Baba Yaga will chase you. When the wind grows stronger, it means she is close. Throw down this mirror to slow her down. If she comes again, throw down this comb. Anna didn't understand how a mirror or a comb would help her, but she trusted the cat. It was time to make her escape. When she opened the gate, the oiled hinges didn't make a sound. Outside, the holly tree gracefully parted its branches just for her. She slipped away silently and without a scratch. Baba Yaga looked around for Anna when she finished her bath. Where's my little girl? She shrieked at the cat. Where's my lunch? She has run away, madam. I helped her. She was kind to me and gave me ham. You have never given me food. Baba Yaga screamed and ran outside. She looked at the gate and growled. Why didn't you squeak, you rust bucket? She was kind to me, madam, it replied. She oiled my hinges. You have never done that. Why didn't you block her path, you worthless twig? She howled at the holly tree. Because she was kind to me too, it said. She tied this pretty pink ribbon to my branch. You have never done that. Baba Yaga roared so loudly that the woods themselves shook. As she was running away, Anna felt the wind grow stronger. Baba Yaga was close. She remembered the cat's word and threw the mirror behind her. It shattered into shards that became water droplets that grew into a white flowing river. It blocked the witch's path entirely. Rats! cursed Baba Yaga. But she won't stop me so easily. If I drink it dry, I can still catch the girl. With that, she bent down and started to drink gallons of water at a time in huge long slurps. She drained the entire river in minutes. Before long, Anna felt the wind grow stronger again. Oh God! When she heard the thud of the spoon and swish of the broom, she threw down her comb. Immediately, the comb grew into a thick forest. Baba Yaga's children got caught in the undergrowth. Vines twisted around her spoon. Brambles tangled in her broom. She was stuck. The witch shrieked with rage. Anna didn't look back. She ran all the way home, straight into her father's arms. What on earth's the matter, my dear little girl? He asked with a worried frown. Baba Yaga tried to eat me. Anna panted. Stepmother sent me to her hut for a needle and thread. Before Anna's father had a chance to speak, they heard the front door slams shut. Anna and her father watched as her stepmother ran away, jumping over the garden fence. The last they ever saw of her was a long, dark shadow disappearing into the woods. From that day, nothing disturbed Anna's peaceful life. Nothing. That is, except the odd visit from her friendly field mouse, who was always greeted with 
plenty of cake and milk whenever he came to the door. Bye-bye.